Hi, it's great to be with you again. It's Bruce T here with another podcast. It's based on the reading of Matthew 13, 24 to 30 and 36 to 43, where Jesus talks about the wheat and the weeds and gives the explanation. Reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 13, verses 24 and 25 and 36 to 43. And Jesus put another parable before them, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. So we go to the explanation of the parable, and it's from verse 36 to 43. Then he left the crowds and went into the house, and his disciples came to him, saying, Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. He answered, The one who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world, and the good seed is the sons of the kingdom. The weeds are the sons of the evil one, and the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. Just as the weeds are gathered and burned with fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all causes of sin and all lawbreakers, and throw them into the fiery furnace. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine at the sun in the kingdom of their Father. He who has ears, let him hear. So we're going to talk now about the parable of the wheat and the weeds. And Jesus liked to use the objects of the day as visual aids to enable people to understand. Now, the field was perfectly planted with wheat seeds, so it would grow a field full of wheat. So at harvest time, there would be plenty of wheat for everyone who needed it. But the devil had come along and he planted weeds in that field as well so that they were growing at the same time as the wheat. So you've got a mixed field. And according to Bishop Ryle, Jesus' church, now when we talk about the church, we talk about the church worldwide and not just an individual church or denomination. But Bishop Ryle was saying that Jesus' church today contains weeds and wheat. That is, believers and non-believers, and you could also go and say those who had just started to believe and those that are seeking. And this will go on until Jesus' return. It said at the end of the reading, he who has ears, let him hear what Jesus says. Now, I planted a lawn at our, at our house. We got some new turf and we laid it and the, the turf grew and the roots integrated with the soil underneath. But now, two years later, there's quite a lot of weeds grown in it as well, possibly from the birds dropping seeds or from the roots of some of the weeds coming up, and it spoils it. So that's how I can visualise this as well in my own life. So from earliest Christianity, we had mixed influences in the church, and the church fathers had to sort this out. If we think about 2 Corinthians, Paul talks a lot about the opponents of himself in 2 Corinthians, those people who wanted to circumcise the new believers and give some of the Jewish rules to the believers when in fact they'd only had the four rules given to them that they were hooked 
to, to do from Acts 15. And disputes arose in the church, and the church fathers had to sit in councils to sort out weeds from the chaff to get the good doctrines and get rid of the bad doctrines because there were all these things going on as time went on and this was only in 300 AD. They also had to decide the New Testament books that were going to be put into our New Testament or the New Testament that we see today. And also as time went on the Roman Catholic Church decided that you could buy indulgences to get yourself from purgatory into heaven. And there were people called Luther and Calvin who read their Bibles and wanted to discuss this with the Catholic Church of the time. But the Catholic Church wouldn't discuss it. So the result was we got a Lutheran church and also a Calvinistic church as well. It was the reformers in England. We got the Church of England. These new leaders wanted to use the Bible and use, they had the term solar scripture. And that's what they wanted to use to build a church, to, to enable people to get to know Jesus and wanted them to become true believers of Jesus. Now, in the parable, there's a problem, but do they need to fix it? They thought by pulling the weeds out, you would pull out some of the wheat as well. So if you put that into the church of the day, you know, if you pull the weeds out, then you might pull some of the new baby Christians or people who might become Christians out and leave them to one side. Whereas Jesus really wanted them to be brought together so that all of them could hear the gospel and make their own minds up and learn about the truth of what Jesus was saying. Augustine, an early church theologian, said, those who are weeds today may become wheat tomorrow. So it was the idea that if everyone is in the church and they're hearing the gospel, the Holy Spirit can work with all the people there and enable them to know Jesus and get to know him and start to live their life as a Christian with him. He who has ears, let him hear what Jesus is saying. So Jesus is going to return and we need to be ready because there's going to be a harvest of souls, as explained in the parable that we've had and the reading of the explanation of the parable. And there's going to be two camps. There's going to be the weeds and the wheat. There's going to be the non-believers and the believers. The weeds represent the non-believers. The wheat represents the believers. And the angels will come and discern who to put in which camp. Because when we when you face it, God knows our hearts, our minds and our beliefs. He knows what, everything that's going on in our lives. And the wheat, or that group that are wheat, the believers will go on with Jesus into a glorious church, into eternity. Whereas the wheat and those non-believers will unfortunately be going on their way to hell. So once again we say, he who has ears, let him hear what Jesus is saying to the churches. In Yorkshire, we say, if the cap fits, wear it. Is Jesus speaking to you at this point? Do you need to accept him as your Lord and Saviour and start your walk, your journey in the Christian life? Fraser in Dad's Army, if you can remember that, if you, <laughs> I know they repeat it all the time on TV, used to use this, this phrase to say, you're doomed, you're doomed. But it doesn't have to be. While you're living, while you're on this earth, you can accept Jesus, repent of your sin, say sorry for the things that you've done that you shouldn't have done and believe in what Jesus has done for you, that he's paid the price for your sin 
past, present and future on the cross of Calvary and begin a walk with him, enabling you to, when you get to those pearly gates and we're all going to die in this in this life, aren't we? And we get to those gates and we can trust Jesus and what he said that we'll be allowed to get in to heaven to be with Jesus and all those other Christians for eternity. So if you have ears, please listen to what Jesus is saying. God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that whoever believes in him shall not perish but shall have eternal life. Thank you. Amen. So may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and give you his peace, his love, his joy. And let it be known in your heart that Jesus is alive. He's paid the price for your sins, past, present and future. And you strive to follow his teaching in your life. In the name of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. So until next time, bye for now.